Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we covered the topic of retinal vein occlusion found under the ophthalmology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 65-year-old man presents to the emergency department for progressive visual loss. He denies any photopsia or ocular pain. Medical history is significant for polycythemia vera. Physical exam is notable for engorged retinal veins with small retinal hemorrhages. Let's continue with the summary of retinal vein occlusion. Occlusions of the retinal vein leading to retinal ischemia can occur as three different types. Central retinal vein occlusion is due to a thrombus in the central retinal vein leading to involvement of the entire retina. Branch retinal vein occlusion is due to occlusion in the distal retinal vein leading to involvement in the distal retina. And hemiretinal vein occlusion is due to a thrombus in either the superior or inferior hemiretina leading to involvement of half of the retina. Risk factors for retinal vein occlusion include age, hypertension, diabetes, smoking, obesity, hypercoagulability, glaucoma, and retinal arteriolar abnormalities. In terms of the pathophysiology, there is occlusion of the retinal vein which leads to retinal ischemia. The ischemia can result in neovascularization which results in complications such as glaucoma, vitreous hemorrhage, macular edema, and retinal detachment secondary to retinal traction. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms may include painless vision loss, which may be asymptomatic in certain cases of branch retinal vein occlusion. On exam, one may note retinal edema, retinal vein dilation, retinal hemorrhage, neovascular glaucoma, which can be due to chronic ischemia leading to neovascularization, which can encroach to the anterior chamber angle. This can cause eye pain due to increased intraocular pressure. One may also note a relative afferent pupillary defect in severe cases. In terms of further studies, a fluorescein angiography can be indicated to confirm the diagnosis, and it helps to determine the degree of retinal nonperfusion. Another study is optical coherence tomography. This is indicated to quantify retinal thickening from fluid within the retina, secondary to macular edema. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about retinal artery occlusion, with differentiating factors being that this will present with pallor of the optic disc and a cherry red macula. In terms of treatment, medical options include observation. This is indicated in branch or central retinal vein occlusion without macular edema or neovascularization. Another option is intravitreal antivascular endothelial growth factor, or anti-VEGF. This is indicated as first line for macular edema secondary to retinal vein occlusion. Another option is intravitreal glucocorticoids. This is indicated as second line treatment for macular edema secondary to retinal vein occlusion. Surgical options include retinal laser photocoagulation. This is indicated as first line for neovascularization secondary to retinal vein occlusion. Complications related to retinal vein occlusion include neovascular glaucoma, vitreous hemorrhage, retinal traction, and macular edema. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, remember that branch retinal vein occlusion typically has a better visual prognosis than central retinal vein occlusion. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to retinal vein occlusion, 
let's walk through some questions to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For the first question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 71-year-old female arrives to your clinic complaining of sudden vision loss. She reports that she had been in her usual state of health until waking up this morning, unable to see out of her right eye. She denies pain, but reports her right eye quote-unquote feels funny. The patient's medical history is significant for a previous myocardial infarction, hypertension, and osteoporosis. Her current medications include aspirin, metoprolol, rosuvastatin, lisinopril, and alendronate. The patient's temperature is 98.0 degrees Fahrenheit, or 36.7 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 145 over 86. Pulse is 62 beats per minute, and respirations are 12 breaths per minute, with an oxygen saturation of 98% on room air. On physical exam, the patient's pupils are symmetrical in size and equally reactive to light with accommodation. Fundoscopic exam of the right eye is performed, which demonstrates engorgement of the retinal veins, optic disc swelling, and widespread retinal hemorrhages. Left optic fundus exam is unremarkable. Of the following, what is the most likely diagnosis? And the answer choices are, choice one, retinal detachment. Choice two, retinal vein occlusion. Choice three, central retinal artery occlusion. Choice four, open angle glaucoma. Or choice five, papilledema. The best answer to this question is, choice two, retinal vein occlusion. This patient is presenting with sudden, painless, unilateral vision loss with a fundoscopic exam positive for venous dilation and retinal hemorrhage, suggesting the diagnosis of retinal vein occlusion. Retinal vein occlusion can occur in either central or branch retinal veins, and it is often caused by compression from nearby arterial atherosclerosis. It presents as acute onset, painless vision loss, normally in one eye. On fundoscopic exam, venous engorgement, retinal hemorrhage, cotton wool exudates, and edema or swelling of the optic disc can be seen. There is no definitive treatment. Retinal vein occlusion may resolve spontaneously or progress to permanent vision loss. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Retinal detachment presents as monocular loss of vision. It is often described as a quote-unquote curtain pulled down and preceded by flashers and floaters. On fundoscopic exam, crinkling of the retinal tissue and abrupt changes in vessel direction can be seen. Choice 3. Central retinal artery occlusion can present a sudden onset unilateral vision loss. However, fundoscopic exam will demonstrate a cherry red spot at the fovea and a fuzzy retina with attenuated vessels. Embolic sources may include carotid artery atherosclerosis or cardiac vegetations. Choice 4. Acute closed-angle glaucoma presents a sudden and painful vision loss caused by increased intraocular pressure. The eye will appear red and often feel hard. The optic disc will demonstrate characteristic cupping. Choice 5. Papilledema may present as an enlargement in a blind spot 
and is usually bilateral, as it is caused by increased intracranial pressure. On fundoscopic exam, there will be bilateral optic disc swelling, seen as an elevated optic disc and blurred margins. Finally, a bullet summary. Retinal vein occlusion presents with a sudden, monocular, and painless loss of vision with optic disc swelling, dilated veins, cotton wool spots, and retinal hemorrhages. For the second question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 61-year-old woman presents to the emergency department with a complaint of sudden onset, painless vision loss in her left eye upon waking up this morning. The patient states that she had no visual abnormalities prior to the incident and has had 20-20 vision in both eyes since undergoing cataract surgery the previous year. Her past medical history includes hypertension and hyperlipidemia. An ophthalmology consult is called and a fundoscopic exam is performed, which demonstrates a swollen optic disc with extensive retinal hemorrhages. Which of the following is the most likely cause for the patient's vision loss? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Acute closed angle glaucoma Choice 2. Central retinal artery occlusion Choice 3. Central retinal vein occlusion Choice 4. Ischemic optic neuropathy Or Choice 5. Vitreous hemorrhage The best answer to this question is Choice 3. Central retinal vein occlusion. This elderly patient with acute unilateral, painless, and severe vision loss and a fundoscopic exam featuring a swollen optic disc with extensive retinal hemorrhages has a diagnosis of central retinal vein occlusion. Central retinal vein occlusion is a common cause of vision loss in older individuals that present with sudden unilateral blurred vision. Risk factors for CRVO include advanced age, with over 90% of cases occurring in patients over 55 years of age, hypertension, hyperlipidemia, diabetes mellitus, oral contraceptive use in female patients, and elevated intraocular pressure. Patients with CRVO will often have severe visual loss that is worse than 2200, a marked afferent pupillary defect, and a fundoscopic exam featuring severe tortuosity and engorgement of all branches of the central retinal vein, along with extensive retinal hemorrhages and optic disc edema. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Acute angle closure glaucoma presents with sudden, painful blurring of vision, a red eye, and symptoms of headache, nausea, and vomiting. Diagnosis is made by noting a high intraocular pressure, corneal edema, a shallow anterior chamber, and a closed angle ongonioscopy. Choice 2. Central retinal artery occlusion presents with sudden, painless vision loss and a fundus that may appear normal early in the course, but then features the classic findings of retinal pallor due to the opacification of the nerve fiber layer as it becomes edematous from ischemia and a cherry red spot at the fovea, which has no overlying nerve fiber layer. Choice 4. Temporal giant cell arteritis presents with acute unilateral vision loss along with systemic symptoms of new onset headache, jaw claudication, fatigue, fevers, and weight loss. Vision loss is typically secondary to optic nerve ischemia, which will appear on fundoscopic exam with the pallid disc edema and an adjacent cotton wool spot. Choice 5. 
Vitreous hemorrhage presents with acute painless, severe vision loss, as well as a red hue to vision and new onset floaters and shadows. Vitreous hemorrhage generally occurs in patients with proliferative diabetic retinopathy, posterior vitreous detachment, and recent ocular trauma. Finally, a bullet summary. Central retinal vein occlusion features a swollen optic disc with extensive retinal hemorrhages on fundoscopic exam. That's all for this review about retinal vein occlusion. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast.